Hi everyone, this is Linda speaking. I'm so excited and grateful that I get to speak to you guys. Um, even if I can't see your sweet faces, I know that we're all together in this. Last Sunday we had our first online meeting and it was exciting to see people just commenting and saying hi to each other and reconnecting and it just that feeling that the church was together even when we we're not in the same building. So last Sunday we got to talk about this concept of dissolving social distance. Um, it's something that I'm really experiencing in my life and experiencing with in my relationship with God. You know, not that I don't have to go on campus or have, you know, meetings anywhere. I just get that extra time. And the Lord is just encouraging me to use that time wisely, uh, spending more time in the Word, uh, having worship sessions and praying more and also connecting with friends you know because it can be easy to to isolate and feel like yes I'm alone in this world but God is like hey you still have friends you can reach out to them you know there are some people who still need your encouragement some people still need you know to be loved so you know this is a time where I'm just like, okay, what are the, the things that I have right now that I can use to still serve the kingdom and still, you know, have still have that uh, kingdom mindset even when I'm confined. And so my hope is that I'm learning things and I'm building a routine that I'm going to use even after everything is, you know, the confinement is gone and the virus is gone. So yeah that that's my prayer and i can't wait to see you guys and give you hugs and love on you but meanwhile you know we're we're, we're just gonna meet online and uh wishing each other you know health and and great sundays so i can't wait to see you guys have a great sunday hey hey Hi, good morning everybody it's <laughs> Thanks, good to be Linda. here yeah, it's great to see Linda, and it's great to come together and with different people in all different ways. It's always good to hear from you, Linda. You're always so chipper and happy, which I appreciate. I wish we could see everybody, but thanks for joining in. Sorry for the technical difficulties there. Ironically, our whole topic today is about change and navigating change well. So we had some stuff come at us that we weren't expecting, but it gave you an extra hour to get some breakfast and and hug somebody if, if you if they're there in your house so yeah we're uh got reagan with us this morning week two we are week uh week two in our, our live stream sunday morning experience and new new location really want to thank all the people that have helped work put things together i know people are doing a lot of uh, just really serving others in many different ways but mm -hmm. people helped put this room together michael and and marcel have done a lot with our our, our new studio and, and Jenny, um, Allison Chan helped give a room to us. So just all sorts of people bringing things together. But we want to just kind of jump into our, our topic today. We're continuing the theme of, of how God is bringing us an indestructible life and how really looking at something bigger than coronavirus, looking at the death and resurrection of Jesus and how Jesus demonstrated an indestructible life and then brings that to us as well mm -hmm. and so and say so last week we talked about how that how what god has done and who he is dissolves distance and how we can live that out now today we're talking about how god is making all things new mm -hmm. and just at our house a couple of nights this week one of our neighbors gave us 
uh, we traded some DVDs and we've had the X-Men videos. And so we watched two of those movies. And of course, one of the famous um, likable characters is Wolverine in X-Men. And the thing about Wolverine is no matter what hits him, he, he no matter how wounded he gets, he has this ability to regenerate mm -hmm. and, and come back. And that's really what we're talking about. The, that's really kind of a picture of the resurrection life of Jesus, that it's not that life doesn't throw punches at us, but with, when, when we are aligned with God and through faith in Jesus, there's this ability to, to be indestructible and for God to make everything new in good ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, while we're talking, if you have any questions, just feel free to type them in, right? And yes. we'll try to answer them at the end. Also, throughout the week, if you want to make your own video letting us know how what we talked about affected your life and something fun we can share with everyone please do that yeah exactly so you can post those to instagram is the easiest way and even just just a short video reflections maybe good just to do it right away today i like, think this is what i got this is what god's doing in my life we'd love to see those on instagram and then we can maybe post them on sunday mornings too as we as we, as we collect those so i want to just dive right into our our kind of theme scripture this morning is in Revelation. It's important to see that that was not, this is not a, just something that God's going to say in the future, that someday God is making all things new. But this, at the time it was written, first of all, Jesus, after his death and resurrection, he ascended to heaven and has been seated on his throne. And right now Jesus is on his throne. Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of puts things in perspective that no matter what change and, you know, our lives are all looking very different right now than they were last week, mm -hmm. two weeks ago. We don't know what they're going to look like in two weeks, mm -hmm. but the thing that is constant is Jesus is right. on his throne. Right. And not only that, but he is he's making all things new. And you know, we've been talking about this, and I've heard it from a lot of other people too, just this sense that the time that we find ourselves in is, is not just kind of this, this glitch where things are weird for a little while, but there's a sense that, that there's maybe a bigger reset happening. Mm-hmm that things won't go back to the way they were before. Mm -hmm. We see that like in, in families. Right. I know, you know, we've talked to some friends in our family. There's a sense, you know, it's kind of nice maybe not having so much scheduled every evening. Mm -hmm. Maybe we want to reprioritize some family time. And churches will not go back to being the same way they were before. There will be some resets. Even there's a, the questions of our whole, like, national life and economic systems. What do we believe about the best way to... For people to flourish economically and that whole debate that's been going on i think this this may you know it could be a time to lead to a reset of what is the best mm -hmm. 
the best. But really, this is a place for us personally too. Mm -hmm. There's an opportunity that, and that's kind of the hope of the gospel is that who we were or who we are doesn't have to be who we become or that who we were two weeks ago doesn't have to be who we are in two weeks. Mm -hmm. You have any thoughts on that? Well, my tendency is to just want things to stay the same and to not have change. And I think of when we have five children, whenever a child was born, it seemed like Or when such, you got pregnant. Yeah, yeah, when I got pregnant, like, oh no, I don't want change. I like my life how it was. But then after you adjust, after you get settled, that change is good. And how was I living in the past? It seemed kind of boring now. And so if we can embrace what God wants to do in our hearts, it does us well instead of like holding on to past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, I think about our church that we were for a while meeting at the Holiday Inn. And that was like, man, this is the best environment we've ever been in. We, we, we love it. God's doing good things. And then some folks build a hotel down the road in the best location in town with the with called Bluemont Hotel. And it was like, hmm, maybe this is something we could check into. And and sure enough, even though we were in a good situation, mm -hmm. there was something better that God was bringing in mm -hmm. us into. And so I think change, it can be where our, our, our desperate situation leads us to opening up to the change God wants us to bring in, us into. And that's important. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we may have been thinking, hey, life is going pretty good. Right. Like, I don't, don't want change. Yeah, I don't want change. Mm -hmm. But there are times where God just brings an unexpected more dramatic change into our life to bring us into something more. Mm -hmm. And I found also like, it's easy to not be intentional and want the change to happen. And I'll just kind of wander around my house listlessly meandering, uh -huh. you know, and not really embrace what God wants to do. Yeah. So I think it's important too, to realize in the context of back to this verse in revelation is if you keep reading on and we're not going to do that, but that can be something you do on your own. It's, God is saying, Jesus is saying, hey, I am making everything new. I'm recreating the world. I'm recreating people. There's something new going on. And then there's an encouragement for people to enter into that. There's an encouragement that, hey, if you are faithful, if you put your faith in Jesus and do the deeds he's called you to do, then there's a reward for you and a promise and a blessing, a new life. But if you don't, then it talks about people who are cowardly or faithless or sexually immoral that there's a really bad consequence that for those that don't respond. And so even like, you know, right now, this, this whole reset, there's a chance in our lives mm -hmm. to really get something from God, come, come into something new. Mm -hmm. But there's also an opportunity, you know, like all the, all the porn manufacturers, distributors are pushing their stuff. There's, you know, a chance for people to maybe turn to alcohol or just mm -hmm. anxiety, discouragement, depression. Mm -hmm. It's it, the kind of change we experience is up to how we, right. how we, how we respond yeah. to it. And in Romans 12, 1 through 2, there's a great verse about this. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Yeah, so here Paul is writing, and he's encouraging believers to lean into the change, mm -hmm. to be transformed by renewing our minds. Right. 
I like how it starts with in view of God's mercy. Yeah. I think that's really important as we, you know, wake up and think about the day. Like my tendency is to want to just kind of get discouraged right when I wake up. Here we are in the middle of it. But really, it's God's mercy that we're calling upon and seeking and petitioning. God, I remember your mercy. I remember you're merciful. Mm-hmm. I remember that, you know, in light of everything, there still is a God on his throne who is merciful. Yeah. Yeah, because he's this this passage is coming out of Paul talking about some really hard to understand things that his audience was wrestling through about how how come the Jews aren't following God? And Paul points to God's mercy. He says, Well, the reason for God has done this so that he may have mercy on them all. God is, he is at work in this situation in order to extend his grace to Jews and Gentiles alike. And I think, you know, we don't have all the answers to what's going on in the world right now, but we can, we do know that God is on his throne and he is orchestrating things, allowing things in order to extend his mercy and grace Mm -hmm. to more people. Mm -hmm. And that's really a question is, do I, as I'm looking at my life and what's going on, does his mercy weigh more? Right than the challenging stuff right. that that may be overwhelming uh-huh. for me. And if not, how can I position my heart to receive his mercy and to believe it and to respond to it yeah. instead of just the anxiety and fear that seems to overrule all right. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what I find interesting in this passage is um, the pattern of this world. It made me think, like, what does that mean? What is the pattern of this world? What's going on in people's mm-hmm. hearts right now? And I think really it's that scarcity Hmm. that's so prevalent and really the dread of the future. And a lot of times we close off our heart when we feel that dread, when we feel that scarcity, there's not enough. So I need to hunker down and, you know, give a little bit here and there. But really, I don't think I have enough. And I don't even have enough for me. How can I give to you? Right. And I think that's kind of what we see in a lot of people's response to fear and dread and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's that, uh, yeah, and just like closing off our hearts, mm-hmm. like becoming so inward focused mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, how do I, what do I do for myself? Mm-hmm. But not having a heart or mm-hmm. belief that we can actually help other mm-hmm. people too. Mm-hmm. But the hope is that you can intentionally renew your mind. It's not that you have to stay in that place. That's interesting that, like, we're talking about making all things new, Mm -hmm. but where it starts is right here in our minds. Right. That that's the first thing that has to be made new (laughs) for us to come into the new life. Uh Right, which seems kind of strange and difficult, but hopeful at the same time. So Mm -hmm. how do we respond to that? I know, you know, the default is scarcity but really god is calling us to change to be transformed be renewed in your mind and um i it's kind of interesting there's not like a third option in the scripture you know it's like Uh you have to intentionally be transformed intentionally renew your mind or you fall into the pattern of this world and i kind of want the third option i want to stay in my jammies and eat cookies like that should be right the uh-huh. healthy third option out there. Uh-huh. I don't want to like work at this. I don't want to engage and be intentional at transforming my mind. Even though my whole family really desperately wants me to transform my mind sometimes. 
you know, we get angry at each other and start being annoyed and, okay, go for your walks because <laughs> <laughs> you need fresh air. Right. For sure. So what, keep, go, keep going with that. Okay. So how do you, like, as we're re- being transformed, renewing our minds, yeah. coming into this new mindset that mm-hmm. brings the new life, what are some practical ways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to have God's word? Because that's really what we're talking about right. is letting God's word and God's truth take preeminence in our mind. Mm-hmm. So obviously we need to be putting God's word in our mind. We need to be reading the Bible, drawing near to God, praying, mm-hmm. like not just taking what's natural. But walk. How, what are some things, some other ways to, yeah. to do this? I know for the past few weeks, what has really helped me is, again, being intentional, mm-hmm. you know, and not just letting life kind of live me, but really engaging and having a schedule. I think that's really important, having a routine, getting up, taking a shower, uh-huh. like getting on regular clothes. It makes you feel like, okay, I have a job. I have something to do. I'm going to be active. When I'm in my jammies all day, I just kind of feel like a slob and not want to do anything. So mm-hmm. I think those small practical steps, also getting exercise, going outside, getting some sun, breathing air, getting out of the house, those things kind of lift your mind out of just yourself and you're able to hear God and get a fresh perspective and mm-hmm. know that something that God is bigger than this as you take a walk clear your head clear your mind Um, one of the things that has really helped me for anxiety is um, a little step where you place your hand over your heart and you say heart why are you afraid why are you anxious what are you afraid of and just allowing God to speak like what your fear of the future is and then speak to your heart God's truth heart You are a person who follows Jesus. You Mm -hmm. are a person who has hope for the future. You are a person who um, can love others. And really speaking life to your heart when, you know, again, it's easy to not want to address those things and just live in a cocoon of your own, you know, despair. Uh Yeah. That's so good. So good. We talk about laughter, too. Yeah. Just like that can be so (laughs) not the norm, not the pattern of the world. Right. A lot of, you know, what's Uh going on right now. And even, you know, this hour break when everybody's (laughs) trying to figure out what are the technical difficulties. It was just working five minutes ago right before we had to go live. And it's easy to just grumble, grumble, grumble. And it's it's better to laugh if Uh you can. You know, science has proven laughter helps with depression and anxiety and your overall health. And, you know, sometimes I find myself nervously laughing at the memes. I think people's humor has really come out and memes. Usually I just kind of don't read them, but it's been fun, you Mm -hmm. know, to laugh and purposely do that. Even, you know, when we want to just gripe and, you know, not have fun. Yeah. And that's not to make light of some of the real challenges that people are Mm -hmm. going through. And there are people that are sick, people that are dying. Mm -hmm. There are very real economic challenges that that, pe- that, that people are facing mm-hmm. and it's not to to make light of that in any way right but, but find like the small things find gratitude yeah. find you know laughter with a friend uh-huh. try to you know the small things add up and then produce a larger overall healthier way of living yeah that's good well good well, we're going to actually do a little bit of that at, at the end of our time. Laughing. Laughing. I hope you're probably already doing that. <laughs> Laughing at us. 
And yeah, and we're going to do a little exercise of, of, de of declaring God's truth to our own minds and our hearts as, as we wrap up our time. But we did want to uh, take a second. If you have any questions, throw those our way right now. I see Sam's question. Whose TV is that? <laughs> Sam Hearn. So yes, that actually was a donation from Sam and all the way from Austin. A little help from Romaine Watt in getting this TV delivered here. So thanks. Um, hello, Javon from Texas. Yay, Javon. And Quinita and Ryan and Sean. Yay. Good to see you. Hey, guys. It's so uh, let's let's just talk through about this week and small groups. Right, I appreciate. If you have any questions, throw that throw that out as we're doing that. Appreciate what Linda was saying. Being intentional, calling her friends, you know, trying to have closeness. And so one of the things we're doing is forming small groups online. Um, we're going to go through the Bible Project Church at Home series. That's a weekly little video you watch, questions you talk about while you're online with each other. And it's a great, quick resource. So what we want you to do, if you want to be involved with that, sign up at info at bluemont.church. And we'll get you incorporated into a small group. Mm -hmm. And you can sign up for those emails and see people and really still be a part of a community of people. Yeah, and then timing is, is really uh, vital right now. That there's, it's, This is a good, we're trying to get these, we're launching these this week, a good number of them. And so let us know right away if you're not part of one or if you're the small group you were part of before. This whole break started, this this reset. Talk to those people, and good chance that group is continuing to to, to move forward. Mm -hmm. We're also yeah. looking at possibly doing a financial peace university group. So there's a lot of questions about finances always, but especially right now. And this is a great class that we'll do in a small group format. Um, if you want to be part of that, info at bluemont.church right away, so we can get you the info and get started mm -hmm. on that. Great. And then we also want to just say something about giving. Giving is still is still a thing, <laughs> and we uh, still have a lot of the, on, the the ministry of our church is going on. We're still supporting mm -hmm. the ministries that we're partnered with. We still have the different um, ways we're investing in our community here right now. So, and it's just important for us to be putting God first and trusting Him and giving generously of our finances. So. You can uh, continue to do that at online at bluemont.church backslash give or text to give at 84321. We also really want to, we do have a, we always have a benevolence fund where we have funds for people in our community that have financial needs. And we, that we, we anticipate there could be more needs coming up. And so if you would like to give specifically to that beyond your regular giving, then just put a note. Uh, with your gift or, or email us at info at bluemont.church and we will we'll designate that, that specifically for that purpose. Or, you know, something else. Maybe you want to give to our building fund. Maybe after this whole thing, we'll, we'll move into a new building if enough people give to that. Who knows? So just let's, let's be giving generously and trusting God with our finances. Um, yeah, okay. We've got some questions. Questions, all right. Good questions. You want to take this first one from Susanna? Okay. Susanna Kaufman asks, or actually, it's Bree. Bree. Uh, what are ways we can show gratitude to people in our community when we don't, who we don't get to see every day? That's a great question. And I've been texting people randomly, telling them, you know, thank you for doing this. I've cut some flowers in my backyard and Lysol the vase and set it by their front door. And it said, choose gratitude. 
And those are just little ways that we can reach out to people and thank them and be a blessing to them. I think at the store, too, she said, if you don't see them, I think. But while you're at the store grocery shopping, I've made a point to thank the clerks. Thank you for stocking. Mm. Thank you for being here. And I know, you know, they really are exposing themselves to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. What else? Well, I just think about by calling somebody, Mm -hmm. communicating with someone, just the very fact that we take when we take the initiative to reach out to people more than ever right now. That that's sending a message that you matter, mm-hmm. your your friendship matters to I me. Haven't forgotten you. Yeah. Even if it's just a five minute talk. Absolutely. You know, thanks for staying in there with us, and you're important, and your life matters. Uh huh. Yeah, and I I know that's happening. I'm hearing stories of that, and people being encouraged by that, and so just really having people that we're we're reaching out to and and thanking. Uh, another question, Susanna, this time, asked, how can I bring joy in my day-to-day at home? <laughs> and my first thought is, that's a good question because the difference between happiness and joy is that mm-hmm. happiness is based on happenings, mm-hmm. but joy is something that is from God, regardless mm-hmm. of circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so it's always, joy is always available in God, whether it seems like it or feels like it or not. And so it's really a time for us as like choosing gratitude, choosing joy, choosing to set our mind on who God is, on his promises, on his presence, on his faithfulness mm-hmm. and and thanking him, rejoicing in him mm-hmm. in the middle of that. I think also like choosing to give, choosing yeah. to bless somebody in your mm-hmm. home. You know, hopefully there's one person in your home like choosing to do something for them. And that really helps the person who's giving. And it does something in our hearts. Okay, I gave. I wasn't just thinking about myself all the time. Yeah, good. Brooklyn Robinson asks, what are some practical ways to share the gospel with other people while in quarantine? So that would be like showing God's love, telling them Jesus is alive. He's real. He loves you Uh um, while in quarantine. Social media is a good way, you know, again, like we've talked about texting people, calling across the fence to your neighbor. Hey, God's with you. Is there anything I can pray for you for? You're keeping Mm -hmm. your distance. You're seeing them from far away, but you're speaking life to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think being ready. You know, I think the the whole phone call thing I keep going back to, but the people in our, our life that don't know Jesus yet that being just in relationship with them during this time mm-hmm. and, and being ready for whatever opportunities. We heard a story this week about someone we knew who was in the Walmart parking lot mm-hmm. and overheard someone praying with someone else that they had, who they didn't know, that they had just met, that they had expressed a need, and they were, they were pointing them to, to God. Mm-hmm. And so just be ready. Yeah, again, it goes back to being intentional. You know, uh-huh. yeah, being ready, being ready to move, being ready to say something and not be all thinking about yourself in a scarcity mindset. Yeah. But really, there is an abundance. There is hope. It's contagious. You know, one positive thing that you text or you post online or you yell across the fence that lifts people's spirits. Yeah. Good. So and invite people to watch this on Sundays because we'll be bringing the <laughs> yeah. gospel every week. We're right in place of joy. That's and right. Hope gospel. And, yeah, and excellence and <laughs> yeah. So speaking of joy, Krista Thamer has to bring up the question she asked last week: Are you going to sing this week? 
<laughs> Sorry, Krista. We I, were trying. Not us. Not us, because that no, wouldn't be bringing joy. Would, yeah. That might bring joy, but that would bring in a different laughter. sort of way. Yes. That would bring a lot of comedy. That's Maybe right. we should to help the Go people out there. Go yeah. ahead. No. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> so, no, we were ready. We had Marcel and Sharon Williams ready to go, but we decided we're going to hold off one more week as we get things figured out and be ready for that. On Wednesday and, and Wednesday night, night so, we'll do yeah. another worship night this week yeah, as well. Yeah, so been great. Be ready for that. And also bringing joy, listen to worship music, exalt God when you don't want to. You know, a lot of this, I think, is like, I don't want to do with all this stuff. But you have to be intentional. You have to transform your mind, transform your life. Allow God to have space in your heart when you want to shrink. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. It's cool. Cornita's got a question there, or a testimony about speaking truth and love with your family there in Texas. So Great. And, and great. joy coming from that. That's, so that's great. awesome. Good. Well, I think we're ready to bring us bring us home. Yeah. I guess everybody is home, <laughs> staying at home, but bringing our time here, wrapping it up for now. And as we do that, let's look back at that, our theme scripture for this morning from Revelation 21, 5. Mm -hmm. And he who was seated on the throne said, behold, I'm making all things new. Also, he said, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. Yeah, so again, Jesus is on his throne. He is making things new for those who trust in him in a good way. And I think it's very insightful, too, that the, the instruction comes to John, who's receiving this revelation, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true, because it needed to be, it needed to be imprinted in a way that you could hold on to when things didn't seem so good hmm. when it didn't seem like jesus was sitting on his throne right. his it's easy audience, to forget it's easy yeah. just to look at something else that's right mm -hmm. and i think for us too like we have to grab hold mm -hmm. of who god is and his truth and write it down in a sense and put it on our right. hearts speak it to your heart our minds mm -hmm. yeah and and not just be based upon what's going on around us or how we feel mm -hmm. And so we're going to do this. We're going to do a joint confession, joint declaration right now of, of just of speaking some things together. And so I encourage you to just join in with me. I'm going to I'm going to say a truth that we can hold on to and print on our minds. And after I say, I just want to encourage us all all over the World Wide Web, wherever we are to be to say this after after me. And let's let's lay claim to the, the, the new life, the new reset, the things that God is bringing us into right now. So here we go. Thank you, King Jesus, that you are seated on your throne. You should say it. Thank you, King Jesus, that you are seated on the throne. Thank you that you are making everything new. Thank you that you are making everything new. Thank you today that you're creating new things in my life. Thank you that you are creating new things in my life. Thank you that you're creating new things in our city. In our city. In our nation. In our nation. I believe you're causing all things to work together for good. I believe you're causing all things to work together for good. No matter what the circumstances and no matter how I feel. No matter what the circumstances 
and no matter how I feel. Open my eyes to see new opportunities. Open my eyes to see new opportunities. New ways of thinking. New ways of thinking. A new way of living. A new way of living. I believe your will is good, pleasing, and perfect. It's the best. I believe your will is good, pleasing, and perfect. It is the best. I say yes to your will for my life right now and in the future. I say yes to your will for my life right now and in the future. And we say this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, Jesus. Amen. Love you guys. All right. Let's keep on trusting, entering a new life, sending those stories of what God's doing, bringing you from old to new, and look forward to talking to you soon. Be intentional. Live it out. <laughs>